25 bad songs Welcome to 25 Bad Songs, an Art and Knowledge Forms podcast series. I am Suraj Partha. Thanks so much for listening to episode six. So in one way, I feel like I failed this week because I've only brought you half of a song. And on the other hand, I think it's the best half of a song I've written so far. <laughs> so it's an interesting mix of feelings, but um, I figured I'd give it to you and then we'll see where it goes. Part of the reason why... I didn't feel like finishing the song yet is because I just like it so much and I'm afraid to kind of mess it up and ruin it, um, which kind of is antithetical to this whole concept of 25 bad songs. But in another way, I think this particular time I'm giving myself permission to say, okay, you know what? Great songs are not necessarily written in a week. Uh, you can need more time. That's all right. Uh, but I did want to show you what I have and we can talk about the process of how I got there. Uh, so this song is about a relationship and how it starts. Uh, but then it kind of goes into just talking about what makes a relationship happen. Like what are the steps, the architecture of a relationship? The architecture of a relationship is the idea I initially had when I was setting out to write this. And then in the process of writing it, the song took a turn. So anyways, I'm going to play the audio clip for you, the sort of finished demo of half of the song, and then I'll talk about it after. So here's the song, How It Started, and the parenthetical is Virginia Woolf. She read Virginia Woolf, sitting on a chair in the back of the courtyard, like it was a room of her own, it was a room of her own. And that was all it took For me to knock on her imaginary door Too soon to know How far it would go Well, it starts with something common A book or a movie, a poem Then you're out to dinner and you're talking Holding your hands while you're walking And you can't wait to tell all your friends Shit, this is happening Time seems to be moving faster Let's take a minute, flash forward Twenty years later, you're thinking about how it started How it started How it started You're sitting there together and thinking about how it started How it started How it started And there you have it. One of the interesting things about how I wrote this song is that it sort of came to me in a flash while I was grabbing lunch. But it's clear to me that the song would have never happened or it would have never came to me if it hadn't been for a little prep work I had done throughout the week. So I carry around these little field notes notebooks. That's just part of my process. And I'll keep one in my pocket along with a pocket pen. And I'll carry around... Uh, I'll carry it around with me, 
And if any idea comes into my head, a concept, a lyric, a, a title, whatever, I'll put it in this notebook. And I thought of this idea, the architecture of a relationship, as just an interesting way to frame a relationship, right? That it's built on a foundation and then it has other elements, rooms that you can go into, memories that you've had. And then, you know, altogether, it's just a really beautiful piece of art, really, a building. And so that was a nice image for a relationship. It seemed a little bit hyper-intellectual, but at the same time, you know, you, you don't judge your ideas when you're writing them in the notebook. So I thought of this. And then in the meantime, just over the last year, I've been doing a lot of reading and thinking about the Bloomsbury group. Uh, this is a group of artists from the UK, sort of during just pre-World War I, going into World War II, and then just after. Um, but it includes incredible luminaries, so like Virginia Woolf, E.M. Forster, and John Maynard Keynes, the economist, was a part of that group, which is primarily why I'm interested in it. But in any case, that name Virginia Woolf is just, some, it's just something that has been running around in my head. And of course, Virginia Woolf is just an incredible writer. And so for some reason, that name popped in my head. And all of a sudden, I had the first line. She read Virginia Woolf. Mm, she read Virginia Woolf. Sitting on the grass to the side of the courtyard in a room of her own. And then the rest of it, it literally kind of came out just kind of stream of consciousness. So I, I say, she read Virginia Woolf sitting on a chair in the back of the courtyard. And then this is a little clever thing. Like it was a room of her own. Uh, because Virginia Woolf's famous essay is called A Room of One's Own. So, you know, I don't like to brag on this podcast, but I do have to say I'm pretty proud of that one. And it, it landed very, very nicely just in terms of the line as well. The melody sounds really good there as well. So then I go to... Mm -hmm. she, read, she read Virginia Woolf Sitting on a chair in the back of the courtyard Like it was a room of her own It was a room of her own And that was all it took For me to knock on her imaginary door it was, uh, to a knock on her imaginary door. It was too soon, it was too soon to know how far it would go. Uh, that was all it took for me to knock on her imaginary door. Too soon to know how far it would go. Again, another line there that I'm just very, like, pleased with. That was all it took for me to knock on her imaginary door because she was sitting in the courtyard in what was like a room of her own. So I'm knocking on her door now, introducing myself. And then we get into the architecture part of the relationship, right? The, the, the piece where I want to talk about what makes a relationship. And so I say in the pre-chorus, starts, starts with something in common, a book or a movie poem, a book or a movie poem. It starts with something in common, a book or a movie, a poem. Then you're out to dinner and talking, holding your hands while you're walking. So we're starting to get to that understanding what makes a relationship, starting with a common interest, and then you go on a date, and then you tell your friends, and that's kind of how I'm introducing the song. So some of that comes from my own life. Uh, it's kind of famous amongst my friends, and I guess now the public will know that 
you know, my first sort of kind of date with my current girlfriend was we sat and watched Call Me By Your Name. Uh, <laughs> funny story is that I actually had a SAG screener because I was on the SAG, uh, the Screen Actors Guild nominating committee. So I was getting all of these films, uh, like these DVDs of, of films before they were even in theater sometimes or before they had been released to the, the public at large in Los Angeles. So I had these, these discs and one of them was Call Me By Your Name and I invited her over to my apartment to watch this movie. Um, so anyways, that's where I got that. It starts with something in common, a book or a movie, a poem. That's the thing that was in common between the two of us. Uh, and then I get to the chorus, and another thing that just sort of came to me, 20 years later, uh, what is it? 20 years later, you're thinking about how it started. And then it goes, 20 years later, you're, sit oh, no, you're sitting there together thinking about how it started. So as you can see, I've been changing up the lyrics a little bit and figuring it out, so I can't even remember. You're sitting there together and thinking about how it started. Yeah, that's it. So I like the chorus. I think that it's a nice feeling of, of knowing that this relationship is going to work. In some ways, I wanted the song to be kind of a breath of fresh air or uh, an oasis for people who maybe are not in that place where they have a very stable relationship or they feel like their relationship has a future. But this song gives them a place to go to for them to feel like, oh, this is what a relationship would feel like, a healthy one, one that would last. This is what it feels like, this song, how it started, Virginia Woolf. That's the song I'm going to go to as a reference point. So that's kind of how I imagine this song being. So what's next? Well, I've been talking about this with some of my friends, that the hardest thing about writing a song, in my opinion, is keeping it consistent. So in this case, I feel like I've got a really great verse, magical even, uh, something that I, I hopefully walk away from in a week from now and I say, oh yeah, okay, this is still good. Because <laughs> sometimes that happens, you know, like I've been listening to some of these songs that I've done on 25 Bad Songs and in the episode I'm like, oh yeah, I'm pretty happy about this. And then like two weeks later I'm like, nah, this was terrible. <laughs> uh, so I hope I don't have that feeling with this song. But then the question is, okay, fine, I've got a good chorus, I you know, I think. I've got a great verse and a very interesting pre-chorus. Now I have to build on that and I have to find lyrics that will match the brilliance of the first part. And I'm not even saying brilliance like as an I came up with it. I'm saying brilliance as in it just happened to me. So I don't necessarily even know how to recreate it again. I guess I can do more prep work and, and, and just let my subconscious think out the problem and then consciously do some work and try and figure it out. Um, but I'm genuinely afraid, right, to have half a song and never be able to get the second half to match up to it. And that is a concern, but at the same time, I, uh, I think I just have to work hard. I just have to be, I think this is where craft comes into it. You know, sure, like I'm able to, I don't know, harness the energy and just sort of get half a song to happen. But now the other half has got to be me maybe working really hard as a craftsman does and just try to figure out, okay, what comes next? What comes next? What comes next? So that is going to be the journey for the next week. I think next week what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two songs in the next episode, which is this finished song and then one more song. So you'll get a ton of music to listen to from me next week. <laughs> so, all right, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. 25, 25, 25 bad songs. 
25 bad songs You can subscribe to Art in All Its Forms, the podcast and the newsletter at artinallitsforms.substack.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast apps. And if you want to send us a question or comments or concerns, uh, please email us at aiaifpod at gmail.com. That's aiaifpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.